This is a content warning. The following episode contains discussions of racism, sexism, homophobia, and violence. Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar, and here with me today is Light. Hey, everyone. How are you doing today? I hope they're doing well. I'm doing all right myself. How are you doing today? You know, now that we're on the podcast, I'm doing a lot better. <laughs> get a little energy when you get behind the microphone, eh? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Otherwise, you're gonna be, I'd be sitting on my couch getting fat. <laughs> yeah, I already did that. I feel regretful. <laughs> <laughs> So we wanted to talk today about forming game groups and the culture there and, and things like that. I know that we've kept a, we've kept some pretty steady games going on the last year under COVID. And even before that, we seem to have kept some pretty consistent games. Yeah, because uh, when you were running Rapanathook, I mean, we ran that for, I don't know, 40 or 50 sessions. Yeah. Over a year. And then with um, our more recent games with Hyperborea, that's going on almost two years now. So... You know, we've kept a pretty good, consistent crew, like you said, of uh, gamers. Um, obviously, we had one group that was in person pre-COVID, and then we have another group that's uh, online post-COVID. <laughs> yeah, we had a few people who were playing in person that, that that didn't really stick around playing online, but we picked up quick. We, we I've managed to keep a solid game group going for probably close to a decade or so now. Uh, it's been I've been I've been able to keep something going. And I know that I hear a lot of people can't seem to find game groups or they say, how, how, how do you get a game group? Yeah, it's been interesting because we see a lot of postings locally, you know, from yes. where we live of, hey, I'm looking for a game, looking for a game group and on and on, um, which is interesting because, you know, I'm an introvert. So I'm always nervous about diving into meeting new people and such. Yes. Uh, and, um, you know, when I was first introduced to uh, Logar, it was through a mutual friend of ours that he uh, was introduced and, you know, our mutual friend said, oh, I got somebody that's running a D&D game here, whatever, Friday at um, a local gaming store. And I was like, oh, that might be interesting. But, you know, me being a person of color in this part of the U.S., I'm always nervous on walking into a strange situation with strange people. So I was like, so this Logar fellow, you know, how is he? You know, is he going to be cool? Is he going to be cool with, you know, people of color and stuff? Is he going to be all right about that you know and of course our mutual friend assured me yep Logar's totally totally cool totally legit so when, when I got there I met Logar and the other gaming crew folks I was like hey you know these are my people <laughs> <laughs> yeah we played we were playing basic fantasy RPG there I remember that that was yeah that was fun that was enjoyable I think I, I think uh I almost died when I fell into a pit. I think everybody <laughs> almost died. It was it was a slaughter. It was not good towards the end there. It was like, oh, you're gonna die. Yeah. Yeah, that was a that was a lethal night, I think. I don't think it was always intended to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean saying that, I remember even at that game store talking about people that people aren't safe all the time. I mean, we've been intentional about who we're inviting to game. Like when you even been making some posts sometimes, I've been explicit that like the bigotry, homophobia, racism, things like that. If, that, if that's your bag, like we don't want you in our game group. We don't want people in our group to feel unsafe. And that's just, that's just number one. And a lot of people can be unsafe in groups. You know, there's 
I've seen plenty of guys just chase uh, women away from game by being creepy on them and saying nasty things about their bodies and stuff like that. Making sure that there's a place where there's mutual respect for all people that are going to be showing up is, is, is important. And now sometimes you can't have mutual respect for all people. If that person is going to be the person who's going to target others, I'm sorry, but that's the person who probably can't be in that situation. So I, no. I try to avoid that. You know, our gaming group, we got, you know, we have women in our gaming group. We have gay people. We have trans people. Um, you know, we have a lot of different folks and uh, we want to be able to have a welcoming and a safe environment. You know, they might laugh at us and like, oh, you need a safe place, blah, blah, blah. Well, no, we want well, yeah. a place where people no. enjoy game. <laughs> Look, I'm... I, I need a safe place. I don't want an unsafe place. I, yeah, spent, exactly. five years, I spent five years in the Marine Corps. <laughs> I have enough of that. I would like the spaces I'm in to be safe, healthy, and welcoming to people. I want people to walk into a space and feel like, oh, okay, I can be comfortable here, relax, and enjoy my time and not feel like I'm not safe in this place. I mean, I I, I don't see why anyone would see that as a bad concept. <laughs> no, because, you know, if I'm going over to someone's house, or I'm going over to a gaming store and you, you know, you typically game pretty late and you get out at night. It's like, am I going to get, you know, jumped going to my car because I'm a person of color, you know? Oh yeah. And, and let me tell you, I mean, that very game store was where I ran into like some, some of the, that was the time there was some little uh, young boys were really idolizing the Hitler Nazi stuff. I had to run in there with some of those Nazi kids. Uh, the one time when the, there was this large frumpy Nazi child and I'm not, I, I'm not, I don't know how to, how to articulate it. I'm not a little guy. Like I'm not like, like scrawny. I'm, I'm kind of a, a big feller. I'm not the tallest feller, but I'm big. And I, 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 I was a Marine and this young fellow walks up to me and was, it was on April 20th, 420. Everybody's making oh, 420. Yeah. Everybody's making pot jokes. And he comes up and starts talking about Hitler and saying all these fascist stuff. I said, no kid, that's not cool. That's not even funny. And I'll swear to God, this 20 something young year old kid just turn and ran. I was like, no, I just got out like, no, kid. And he just ran. Like, I had never seen a kid run like that unless my kids were running from, oh, you made daddy mad. Like, what? Right. I started laughing. I'm like, well, if you're going to talk like that, apparently it's easier to do it on the internet without having to run than doing it in person. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Um, you know, both of us, we fought, you know, skinheads and racist Nazis and clan and stuff face to face, you know, face to face. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and I, and I, especially when I was in the Marine Corps, we had a, a little group of us who used to like to go to the shows. And if there was a, there were plenty of fascists and, you know, we didn't guys tattooed swastikas trying to start stuff. Like, yeah, we were a bunch of Marines. We knew that we could, you know, lay these civilians out. We did it. I got no problem with that. The Marine Corps have been fighting fascists. That's what they do. That's what I was trying yeah. to do. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, I want to be in the gaming environment, you know, I want to be having fun enjoying myself and not having to look over my back or having to bring in like a knife or a gun and you know on me or in my backpack or something like that just because i don't feel safe yeah you know this is my leisure time i want to be able to enjoy myself and be myself and who i am and not curtail myself you know no oh, yeah no doubt when it comes to all this i thought that we had well let's keep on this i thought we were thinking thought we were talking about going another direction in this discussion but i think we should stick on this subject but i think it's important that we as a group too like when i have people over we have people of various genders sexualities 
um, races and everything else. And we have to be able to hear each other and try to have some respect for each other and, and chill out. Sometimes people say horrible things I've heard and things that make people uncomfortable. I think there's something recently that happened. Being able to just kind of like, you know, hey, look, be able to correct someone or, you know, kind of put us on track and say, hey, that's probably not appropriate here now. And be able to do so in a way that's productive is, is helpful and put things on track. And that's had, I've had to do that before. And I've also, you know, had to ask people to leave a game group in the past. I know that we were playing back at the shop as well. There was someone who had made comments to some of the women's bodies was we were, would take breaks for work. They would from to smoke. They calmly showed up to play and then would whisper creepy things about women that were playing in the game. It was like, you know, that's, we can't really have that at the game. That person really no, is not no. invited back anymore. So sometimes you got to have those limits and just make sure that it's okay so other players can play safely. Right. You know, we want to have a diversity of players because the diversity of players makes the game a lot more interesting as well, too, in terms of, you know, problem solving, how they role play the characters. So having a mix of people and the diversity of people, I think, is valuable. When, the, when you start making creepy comments about, like, say, women or something like that, and you drive them away, you, you yeah. lose all that. <laughs> Yeah, I lose players. Well yeah. And I have and I have lost players in the past, especially like I'm not gonna lie. I am I am a corn-fed Midwestern white kid, and I grew up out here, and I know that some of the, the culture and behavior that I engaged in, especially when I was in high school and a teenager, was terrible. And I had to I had to change the way I was behaving and I had to examine the things that I was saying and the way I was acting around people. I had to make changes in myself. I'm not gonna pretend like I was born like I know everything and I'm Mr. Perfect because I wasn't. I had to listen to other people and learn from them throughout my life, you know, and people have been, what's the word, gracious enough to, to speak to me and correct me and say, hey, hey, Logar, hey, my, my name's actually Shane. <laughs> they say, hey, Shane, you know, have you considered this? Have you, and I'm thankful for those people that have pointed things out to me and Help me to see the way that other people see things the way differently through other people's eyes and how they may feel. And people are doing that. You don't even have to have them do it directly. In this day and age, you can go online and learn for yourselves and open your eyes up. Plenty of books you can read to open your eyes up. And that's okay. It's okay to admit that you have been wrong. I'm often wrong. <laughs> I spent lots of my life being wrong. And I've attempted at least to try to adjust myself as a human being to improve. And I'm constantly trying to improve and learn with my kids and everything else. It's a, a constant thing. So I'm not yeah. saying that you have to be perfect at this moment that you sometimes you got to learn and being open to and willing to learn and hear from others and not have to be right all the time is a positive thing. I feel. Yeah. I mean, all of us are, you know, um, growing and learning and it's important that we do, uh, you know, we're, we're Gen Xers. So obviously we're a little bit older. Um, I'm still learning and growing in some of the things that I view from my lens, but you know, with the current gaming community, we're seeing a lot more younger folks coming to the game and with the younger folks coming into the game that helps grow and continue the gaming culture. Otherwise we're going to get old and become obsoleted and the game's going to die off. But with the new generation coming in, they're bringing a whole new perspective you know, a lot of LGBTQ plus, um, non-binary into the uh, gaming world, which, you know, we welcome. 
it's not something that we may have yeah. gained or experienced with when we were growing up per se but with the new generation that's coming in yeah we welcome that i, th- I think it, it brings a new element to the game that i find interesting and i think it's uh, something very valuable that we need for for the game community is having the younger generation come in yeah and i think also i want to add that i was lucky enough that some of them are like well lucky enough like it, as a matter of fact some of the older groups that i played in were very lgbt heavy groups uh, especially because we hung out with a lot of the the goth folks and the punk folks back then so there was some exposure to that early on in when i was in my teens and knowing people who were lgbt folks and stuff like that so that was i didn't always understand things in a way that i probably should have at that age and i've learned a lot since then from others but i was at least um what's the word i should say lucky enough to have that in my life at that time yeah you know for me it's um you know i was involved in a lot of uh, militant women's rights actions back in the day and there were a lot of lesbians in our crew and you know, working with the lesbians, they stood side by side with me, you know, doing clinic defense, fighting racism and fascism. And, you know, if they're going to stand by me against the Klan, I'm going to stand by them if they ever get attacked by any type of homophobic, you know, t- t- type of group or anything like that. You know, we, we stand together. Yeah, power to the people. Power to the people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm part of the gamers as well. Power to the gamers. <laughs> Power to the D20 at the time. Power to the, to, the, to the D20, yes. Power in the union. Exactly. All right, well, I think we've ranted enough. I actually lost track of the time here for the most part, so I'm not sure if we've gone too much over or not. Yeah, I don't know either. We, we got a little bit too passionate about our discussion. And usually I set a timer when we start, but I just started and looked over and realized the timer never hit start. So I was like, oh, no. So we may have gone over. We'll see how long this one took us. I hope you all enjoyed what you heard here today. Uh, we're uh, If you have, share the episode. Share previous ones you may have enjoyed. Check us out on Facebook. Just search Wobblies and Wizards. Uh, like and follow. Visit our website, wobbliesandwizards.com, and keep those dice rolling. Yes, the power of the D20. The power of the D20. And power to the people and power of the union. <laughs> power to the people, power to the union. Yeah. <laughs>